This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, you've missed us, you've been asking for us, and we found our way back to your ears. This is Fiesta Watch episode 11, question mark, with my host, Wyatt Lyles, and myself, Noah Walzer. Wyatt, what's up? Nothing much, nothing much. Got uh, like an okay week to talk about, I guess. Nothing super groundbreaking, but I mean... Yeah, early in the season. Yeah, exactly. Like... Early in the season, this is literally the time where it's like there's nothing really definitive to say because you can't really say, oh, this team is definitely not making playoffs because it's like they played four games. They have a lot more to go, you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. um, but we can, can, we can complain about some other things, and we'll get to that. But let's start this week in the LCK, League of Legends Champions Korea, where we have a bunch of teams at the top. We have a bunch of teams at the bottom. I don't think we really have any mid-tier teams. But, like, the, the, the league should shake itself out. But let's start at the top of the table, Wyatt. Let's start with this week, a big, big matchup. Samsung, my boys, versus KT, your boys. Now, personal pride aside, let's talk about this matchup. Let's break it down. Since when are KT my boys, first of all? I thought SKT are my boys, but KT... Wait, you can't just pick the best team in the world as your boys. That's, like, cheating. <laughs> Fine. It's like, my, I like Superman because he wins. It's like, okay, it's lame, but whatever. Fine, fine. In this matchup, I'll take KT. Okay. Um, so tell me why KT are going to win. KT's going to win because they, you know, they had a, a rough series early on in the split, but they've definitely rebounded in a pretty big way, mm-hmm. and they've been stomping teams lately. You know, yesterday they finished up a very quick 2-0 over uh, Gen Air. So they oh, kind wow. righted the ship a little bit. I mean, granted, Gen Air... They're better than they have been in the past. I mean, it's still only week three, but, you know, they're three and two, so it's mm. not as though they're um, terrible by any means. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking that KT is going to use this to kind of springboard themselves into the top and kind of get themselves back into the uh, groove of being, you know, at SKT's redheaded stepchild, basically. <laughs> um, and they're going to win this series. I think it'll be a really close 2-1. Okay. Um, so it'll be, it'll be fun to watch, but... Definitely think that uh, 
KT is going to be taking this one. Okay. Um, I I do agree. I think KT has been playing really well. Uh, you mentioned their series was a Janair. I would like to blame the drafting phase for That's for true. most of those for for their loss, just because like if we'll we'll talk about this when we get to Janair, because we will talk about Janair, but like. KT, um, obviously a very strong mechanical team, but I do think Samsung can match up pretty well, right? Now, obviously, we're not... Obviously, Smeb's like the best... One of the, if not the best top laner in the world, but Samsung have their own uh, threats. You know, Kuve's been playing well. They got Core JJ, the, the, the evil genius who brought us things such as Misfortune Support and other such nonsense. Um... And moreover, the mid lane meta I think really suits uh, Crown right now. In these control yeah. ma- wave clear control mages, you just have to team fight really well. Now that's not to say that Crown can't go outside of that little comfort zone, but if he's able to corral Pawn, I think Samsung should be able to win this. And again, I, I also agree with you where you said it's a two one. I think it's going to depend a lot on the draft phase. Yeah. And just from what I've been seeing. KT have been gifted in their wins. They've been gifted a lot of really strong Gallia picks. Sorry, picks. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking Samsung T1. But yet again, it should be a fun series. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Samsung's still undefeated, right? Yes, they are four and zero. Okay, who did, who did, who did they beat? Other than other, it doesn't matter. SKT. Who did KT beat? Uh, KT beat Gen Air. Okay. And. Uh... I almost said Kongdu, but they got relegated, right? Yeah, Kongdu is no longer in the... Uh, Rest in the peace. Split. They became Everett, I do believe. Uh, I think so, yeah. Everett, yeah. Boy, we'll, we'll get to Everett in a bit. Um, uh, it looks like KT beat Afrika Freaks, okay. Jinair, okay. MVP, and Rockstigers. So, how many of those went to playoffs last year? Their last split? Uh, I think just a freaker MVP. I think one of the two. MVP. MVP. Was MVP? Yeah. Yeah, MVP got stomped. Maybe both. Maybe both of them. But regardless, like their strength of schedule. I think it's gonna be these next coming weeks are gonna be really telling for KT because their strength of schedule it kind of ratchets up a bit. And then of course you get the the telecom wars, which is always just like get the popcorn. But yeah, those are gonna be real fun. Let's move along. We're gonna now talk about the bottom of the table. I mean, all the, the the presumptive bottom of the table. My apologies. Yeah. It is week three, but like BBQ. <laughs> oh, BBQ. BBQ. Uh, they, these guys don't have a lot going for them nowadays. <laughs> they uh, their draft phases are kind of bad. Their solo lanes kind of lose a lot. Yeah, I you know. <sighs> Last season, you know, they were kind of, you know, they were new to to the game last season, and they started off like pretty strong last play. I think they had like three wins early on, and then just tanked the rest of the way. And now they're just tanking from the beginning, right? Which is yeah, which so. is never. Um, they play this, and I kind of want to look at because this week they're playing uh, against Ever Eight, which is the newly promoted challengers, uh, uh, newly promoted LCK team from Challenger Series. Um, this matchup will be kind of indicative, I feel, of who's going to finish at the bottom. Not saying that Everate's necessarily a really bad team. They have Septed, who's a phenomenal talent. But, as SKT showed, and granted, it's SKT, so it's like, 
take it with a grain of salt. But if you can shut Septa down, that team doesn't generate anything. That team just loses. Yeah, exactly. So let's 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 get a prediction from you, Wyatt. BBQ versus Ever Eight. Who do you think is going to take it? I think Ever Eight's going to take it. I just I haven't seen enough from BBQ to to kind of put any sort of kind of claim in them. And granted, you know, Ever Eight is only won one series themselves and you know they've only won one more game overall they've got three games win uh one while bbqs two so it's not like they're doing demonstrably better but just bbq just always looks sort of out of sorts they never look cohesive right and they just always look kind of confused and not really sure exactly what they're doing like their (laughs) team comps like they have good team comps sometimes but they just their execution is terrible like they can never execute on whatever plan they have setting out with right, just right, kind right. Of, they're like hey we have this plan we're going to do a really team fighting comp and then they just like split up or they just feed early in the early game and aren't able to like scale into the late game so it's just it's just bad all around so I think everyone's going to take it and, and BBQ is going to continue to struggle for that first win yeah like the touch on what you said about their plans I don't think they even necessarily draft good you know That's, like I, I'm not a big fan of their drafting phases. They they don't seem to prioritize power picks correctly, or, like, power picks in this meta. I think they're, like, a meta behind. And also, I don't I just don't think they can stop Septed. Because he can still carry. That man is a monster. He really is, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to call it for Everade as well. Um, and honestly, it is early. So, like, anything we say, like, we're going to keep throwing this out this week. But, like, take everything we say with a grain of salt right now, because it's week three. Teams are still figuring out what they need to do, right? It's like the first two weeks of high school, or two, exactly. f- first two weeks of college. It's like, oh, man, I didn't get this homework in. I, I got an F on this test. It's like, dude, you're just trying to figure out where to do laundry. Like, get your life together, then worry about it, all right? Yeah, was, I mean, the fact that the teams are not banning Galio still, oh my God. I think, kind of shows... Should we just talk about this now? I think we should. Let's just talk about it. We yeah, don't have much... Galio is such a stupid champion. <laughs> it's so dumb. Galio, literally so dumb. Okay, okay, why? All right, all right. Let's just play a game here. Let's play a little game. Let's just, let's go take turns going back and forth and just think of a reason why Galio is stupid. I will start. Galio's ultimate gives AOE damage reduction and allows him, and is basically also a twisted fate ultimate. That's uh, stupid. He's he's a stupid tank with way too much health. His uh, wa- his wave clear potential is higher than. Most mid laners in the meta right now, which is why he's the predominant mid laner in the meta if you can get him. Yeah, and his taunt is stupidly ridiculous. Like, just ugh, the list goes on and on. Like, I mean, he it gives him damage reduction. He has a knockup, which is also an escape tool with a unique uh, movement pattern. So, like, it's hard to hit him with skill shots unless you're like a beast. Yeah, and he he can play in mid. He can play in top. Like, people play him in support. I mean, like, he literally can be played in all three lanes. Right. Play well in all three lanes. Like, like it, no matter where you put him, he's going to perform ridiculously well. There's this saying that gets repeated a lot where, like, if a character is top tier in more than one position, they're just busted. Yeah. And, like, this guy's clearly busted. Yeah, I mean, granted, I mean, that doesn't really necessarily work with a, somebody like Lucian, who, you know, you can put him in mid, but is he really that good in mid? Not really. It depends on matchup, I feel. Like, yeah, against an Orianna yeah. or something, then, like, when he can, do, when he has the ability to, like, because Orianna has to commit the ball to a location in order to get trades yeah. off and, like, do damage. 
So like, and Lucian just dashes in and just jumps his combo and then just runs away. Yeah, but I understand but, what you're saying. Yeah, but definitely. But I mean, in Galio's case, it's a hundred percent true. Like he just when he can be played with ease in any lane, when you don't know if it's going to be top mid and you're scared either way, like there's a problem. It's it's LCS teams that LCS LCK LPL teams that I know listen to this show as a source of inf- as their primary source of knowledge. All on, of them do. I all of them do. do. Faker himself has said words that don't relate to us. But one time I thought he said Fiesta Watch, so that counts. <laughs> Regardless, please ban Galio, especially especially if you're on red side. If you let that first pick Galio get through. There are no counters to him in lane. He just shoves the wave and then he ults on someone and he makes and he basically allows for brain dead tower dives to work hundred percent of the time. As long as as long as the other team as long as the ta- the diving team doesn't royally screw up, the team with the Galio will win a tower dive not, like hundred percent of the time. It's a ridiculous champion. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. It's so ridiculous, just like now moving on, LPL, which is a week behind, so we're in week two. So we can't really talk about anything. We can't talk about anything because it's week two, and like we literally have had one week of play, and we have no idea who's good, who's not. Well, okay, we have some idea. Some idea, but probably WWE's probably gonna win the group. They just they they, they perpetually look strong. Condi's a beast, but like there are some teams who are still trying to figure out their starting roster. I forget which one it is exactly. I, I I should remember off the top of my head. But, like, there have been so many rebrands and new teams that it's, like, hard to keep track of. And one team has, like, they sub out their, their jungle, AD carry, and support every game. It's like, yo, dude, pick one. Pick a, like, pick a squad of five and go. Just practice. Whatever. That's the LPL. Moving on. It's enough salt for me. I say enough salt just as we move into EU LCS. So maybe I spoke too soon. Wyatt, what's been going down in Europe? Uh, I mean, Europe is kind of proceeding... Just about how we kind of thought it would. Uh, uh-huh. Well, with a couple exceptions. With a couple exceptions. Okay, um, such as? Uh, the fact that G2 lost last week to Fnatic. Um, oh. So that was kind of surprising. They lost a 2-1. So their, uh, you know, last season they went, I think, what, 12 straight games before getting a loss? So, to Rocket. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they are certainly not as strong as they were last split. Um and Fnatic has got 3-0 so far, so they're leading their group. And Unicorns of Love came up with a really big win over H2K to take the top spot in their group. So both Fnatic and Unicorns of Love, who are my new favorite team, um, are both undefeated at the top of their group. So To um, nobody's surprise, Unicorns of Love yeah, took out H2K. Yeah, exactly. And then at the bottom of both of the groups are the teams that came in from the Challenger Series, both Ninjas of Pajamas and Mysterious Monkeys, have not won a game yet. And the same is, can be said for Vitality and Rocket. So, God. yeah, we've got four teams out of the ten teams in the EU LCS who have not yet won a game, and we're going into the third week. Do you think it's going to be one of the... Do you think we're going to have a hell week? Remember the week where... <coughs> Rocket and Origin, was it? And then Giants Rocket, or Giants Origin, that same week. Yeah. That was... The, the, like, 70-minute game where it was the battle of the Owen, like, six or seven teams. How long did that series go? Like, I think that series went, like, legit three and a half, almost four hours. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, my God, 
god. Like, one of our coworkers was watching that, and he's just like, somebody help. I can't, I can't yeah, do it he anymore. He described it, as, for our Harry Potter fans out there, he described it as the scene in Half-Blood Prince where uh, Harry has to force Dumbledore to keep drinking <laughs> stuff that's killing him, and he was like, this is how I feel right now. I'm... I'm Dumbledore, and I'm just having to drink this stuff over and over and over. So I don't want to yeah. do it. Shout out to him for for surviving that series somehow. Oh my god, are we headed towards another Doomsday Center? Like the thing is, I think Vitality aren't that bad. They're Yarnin, he's good. Yeah, I mean they're, they have Cabo Shard. He used to not suck. Yeah, they're not that bad. Um, but I mean they, they lost to Splice and they lost to Unicorn of Love. Um. I think it's I mean, a matter of time before Vitality pick up a win. I don't think they can continue yeah. to lose all split. I okay, think they've only played two games, so I mean, got to give them a, a bit of a grain of salt. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've literally only played two games, so and they played against two of the pretty stronger teams in the EULCS. So it's not like they, you know, they didn't lose to Mysterious Monkeys or, or Ninjas of Pajamas or anything like that. Nobody is losing to those teams. Let's be very clear. That's very true. Oh um, god. So at least they have. At least they're better than the bottom of the barrel teams from last split, right? Exactly. Are they? Are they even? Do you think so? Uh, I don't know. Through week three. Through week three. Let's let's add that comment. Through week three, I would say ninjas in pajamas probably is. I mean, I know they've gotten two would three times, but <laughs> the, so did some of the other teams. They do, like when they played G two, they, they were up like in the early game, and like through like maybe ten or fifteen minutes of both of those games, and then just kind of one of them, uh, Spraddle completely threw or not Spraddle. Uh, Hiku, uh-huh. he threw the game because he tried to take a Baron, or I mean a Elder Dragon by himself for some reason. Oh, yeah, he just died? <laughs> yeah, and he died, and then... Did he die, I remember, did he die to the, dra- to the dragon, or did he just die? When... No, he, no, he died to, like, I think three G2 people were just like, what the hell are you doing? And they just, like, basically slapped him in the face, and he died. <laughs> and just like, oh, that. sick, thanks, Felicia. Thanks, yeah, Felicia. And then they took that, and then took the Baron, and then won the game. So, <laughs> you know, if they can eliminate dumb shit like that, you know, they probably have a pretty good chance of winning a couple games and not getting relegated. Hopefully. Yeah. Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe. We'll, that's it. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I do agree with you. I think NIP, they, they didn't show some early game promise, but, like, early game doesn't matter. You got to finish strong. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah? Well, early game obviously does matter. But, like, if you can't hold on, then what are you doing? You know? Yeah, so, I mean, they, they have to play a full game, but, I mean, granted, again, it's only the second week. Like, we're not talking about Liquid and saying, well, they did early, they did well early, so they'll win eventually, which, I mean, they already did, granted, but, like... Mm. Oh, Liquid. Liquid, Liquid, Liquid. In North America in general, I feel. Like, whenever I think of Liquid, I always just remind it's just, like, they compete in NA. They're one of the ten best teams. They're one of the ten. They're one of the ten. And yeah, like, and I think that's that's a pretty good uh, summarization of the state of North American LCS or North American League in general. When Team Liquid is one of your best teams, they are they are definitively top ten. They're markedly better than Challenger teams. We've seen this. Yeah, last from last so, week. I, mean, I guess that's a perfect segue to go ahead and talk about the NALCS. I only deliver perfect segues. Let's go. Um, so, <laughs> go for it. What do we got going on in a... Um, well, CLG have been looking very strong this year. Up until, up until the split, up until they they lost El Clasico 2-1 to to DSM in stunning fashion. Wyatt, yeah. game three. 
Game three. Uh, rough game. Gabe, rough game. I'm not, I am currently wearing my, my TSM hat and my TSM uh, tank top. You have you, you of course I am. Uh, let's talk about that series overall. Was this CLG series to lose, or did TSM finally show up and perform above what is expected of them nowadays, which is like macro mediocrity? I think this was more so uh, TSM's chance to show that they're better than their record right now, mm-hmm. because you know they started off pretty bad compared to. to Splits pass, and for them being the the defending champs to kind of you know to be two and two right now, uh, is not obviously it's not where they want to be. So this was a series that they had to win. I think if they lost this series and fell to one and three, you know after the first couple of weeks, they would still make it into playoff range. But it definitely would be kind of a hard road, and I think they would have been a little bit beaten down just kind of in terms of. Uh, their morale because you know it's not fun to to lose that much when you're defending champs so you know they kind of held serve you know we'll see what happens when it comes back around uh later on the split when these two teams face again we'll see where they're at i'd imagine that they're both going to be towards the top of the nlcs when they face each other again so we'll see but definitely you know it's a bummer that it kind of went down the way it did and you know CLG lost that really close series, but mm-hmm. overall, I'm still I feel much better about the state of CLG at this point in this split than I did in the last couple splits because they, despite losing that series, they're still looking very very strong. <laughs> yeah, like, I I do think that TSM showed kind of showed up in this series, but like then they went ahead and lost to Dig. Or who did they lose to? Was it Dig? Uh, they lost to... Yeah, Dig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the, the Miles a hard game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. TSM is just kind of in a weird spot. And it really it just shows that, like, they don't know what they're doing right now. Yeah, they definitely... It seems like they haven't really fully adjusted to this meta. I don't know if it's the fact that they were at MSI and haven't had a I don't, lot of It's week to... three. I don't think that excuse is valid anymore. Yeah, sure. It's just like, yo, fellas, what are you doing? Let's, uh... Remember when you said double lift will fix everything and now you're like in seventh place? Like, come on, let's go. Wake up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, you've had plenty. Of, I mean, because I'm sure, you know, they're doing scrims again. They're doing practices every day. So, yeah, you know, they should they should have fixed something by now. And I think even at two and two, they're still certainly nowhere near where they where they want to be. True. And I well, think, you know, they've got – who are they playing this week? They've got Liquid and Envy. So this should – they should easily be at at least three and three because if they lose to Liquid, they need to just pack it up and go home. Wait, so you think they're going to beat Envy? Like, no doubt in your mind because Envy is the time for first in the league right now. They're at three and one. Oh, no, I, no, that's why I said that they'll be at least three and three. I, I think they're going to split. I think they're going to beat Liquid. I don't think they can beat Envious because Envious is looking really strong so far this split. Well, let's see if and well, like TSM is one of my biggest complaints with TSM is the drafting phase. Whereas Envy keep getting these amazing drafts. It's like. Leo is a really strong carry jungler. He gets a carry champion. Everybody else, like every other team they played, is like, okay, we're gonna ban all these carry junglers, and then Pyrian gets to pick like Talia and Ari, which he's really good on, right? Like for free. Nobody's paying attention to Seraph. Hakuho and Apollo have gotten the a Karma Caitlyn Karma lane like five times. That's the best lane. Like it's so strong. It's ridiculous. You have so much pressure. You can just shove it forever. The other team can't do 
anything. If you get ganked, they both have, both of those characters have really good like anti ganking tools. It's, <sighs> but yes, North NA drafting phase, man, feels bad. Um, uh, looking elsewhere across the league, Cloud Nine, two and two right now. They're they're starting to uh, pick up the speed. They're starting to get back on track. Uh, meanwhile, at the bottom of the table, we've got FlyQuest, Ty, uh, FlyQuest, slightly above Team Liquid. FlyQuest are going to need to continue to improve. Phoenix One, my boys, they're only four. Hello, and then like there was an interview with with with, with Arrow, and Arrow, and so the interviewer asked Arrow, like, why do you like stunt, or why do you like uh, stunt? No, not stunt. Which one? Are they, what's his, what's the boy's name? Uh, Shady. Yeah, Shady. And he was like, I don't know, he farted one time, it was really funny. But, oh my god, it's, it, Phoenix 1 just doesn't look like they can do anything right now. I don't know if it's like a confidence issue, I don't know if it's a synergy issue, I don't know, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, it's really weird, I mean, to go from, you know, making it to... Third place. Can I just say, the people who are representing North America in Rift Rivals are currently fifth place, two and two. Fifth place... Uh, with a two and two record, five and four match record for Cloud Nine, two and two, with a five and five record match record for TSM, and zero and four, with a two and eight match record for Phoenix One against. Let's oh, let's just bop over to Europe. Doop 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 doop. Oh, that's interesting. Fnatic three zero, G two two one, Unicorns three zero. Like this isn't looking good. Because is Korea in this one? No. No, this is just the Battle the Alliance. Yeah. yeah. But like we're gonna we're gonna I have a feeling North America is gonna get clobbered. I don't want to. Those teams in the EU, like you know, as much as we kind of like to to talk down about EU last week, because like, they have all those teams that aren't the ones we just mentioned. Yeah, but the ones that are at the top of the table, like they're, they're good. But they're supposed to, yeah, they're good. They're actually good teams. You know, it, while forty percent of the of the league is pretty bad, you know, the top half is is really good, and I think the top half right now is better than. It's certainly better than the three teams that we're going to be sending to, to Rift Rivals. Oh, God. Like, I'm not dreading Rift Rivals. I think it's always nice to have international competition. Just, like, can we sub one of those out for CLG? Just for uh, just, like, just, all time's sake. There should be, like, a rule. Like, if, you know, if the team is playing really bad and if they suck, like, if they're nowhere near where they were at the end of that split, like, they should not be able to go. Like, come on. <laughs> but like, it's unfair for P1 to lose the spot just because yeah. they like forgot how to like they, they they I don't even know like a joke that's wrong with them. It's just like everything they're doing right now is just bad. You know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's just it's really bad. So um, I don't know. Really quickly before we sign off, let's look for a fiesta of the week from North America. Um. Let's see. Interesting matchups. Potentially interesting matchups include P1 CLG, P1 Dig, um, TSM Liquid. Actually, that has the most meme potential. TSM Liquid. Who do you got and why? I'm gonna. I have to go with TSM because I just. If TSM loses this, I they they need to. I don't know. They need to blow up the team or something. I, they need. To, I don't think it's the team. This team is good. No, I mean yeah, but they just. If they lose to Liquid, like, Liquid is just looking so bad this split that, I mean, the last two splits. So it's like, if you lose to that, then, like, just, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, if anything, coaching staff. 
Somebody needs to take a good look, a good hard look at that. Like, if Parth is given a first place team, sucks at MSI, comes back, can't win games, like, you know, I, yeah. it's it's not, it's not it. It's not very much. Uh, it's it's. I'm, I'm not. I'm not confident right now in TSM, and I wish I could be. Yeah, but I mean, they just, they just haven't shown anything that is actually, you know, to to be worth any sort of confidence so far. Right. On that inspiring note, um, I'm kind of depressed. Wyatt, where can they find you on the internet? If they want to find me, you can find me at. Wyatt double underscore RW on Twitter. Again, make sure you get that double underscore so you can talk to me. Whether you want to talk about, you know, LCS or that amazing Black Panther trailer that came out last week, oh. I will be happy to talk to you about it. He would be more than happy to talk to you about the Black Panther trailer. It looks amazing. My name is Noah Waltzer. You can find me at RW underscore Noah Waltzer. Make sure you get the double underscore in Wyatt's name, but only one underscore for me. Because I only I'm 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 the only one only one under I had a joke. I probably shouldn't say it. I will not say it. We're going to end it right there. Thank you very much for listening. For all of us at RotoWire.com, we appreciate your patronage. Good evening. Good morning. Whatever time of day it is when you listen. Peace. Later, guys.